You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Now, there's a story recently in the news and it was all about dog years and the equivalent human years. And the tenure of the article was that this seven years that we take for granted, oh, yeah, yeah it's, uh, you know, for every year in the life of a dog at seven in a human, that that might be a total myth. It is a complete myth. It's quite a convenient myth because it makes it very easy to calculate roughly what a dog's age might be. Um, but the truth is more complicated, and when things are more complicated, people don't really like them as much. But really, if you think about it, um, when, 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 a dog, when a, a dog is three weeks of age, it's running around, a little puppy is running around, and a, a human child doesn't start to run around until they're, what, about 18 months, maybe? So a dog grows um, very quickly at first... So in the first six months of life, it's like they're going from naught to 15 in the first six months. And after that, it slows down to perhaps, you know, one dog, one human year being about maybe five dog years. Um, and if you do that kind of um, calculation, it's actually more accurate. But it's just that little bit more complicated and people prefer to have an off-the-cuff quick. But there's all different dogs, isn't there? Well, yes. I mean, that's the other thing is, like, a giant breed of dog, like St. Bernard, might just live till seven or eight years of age and then die of old age. Um, whereas a little dog, uh, like a terrier, might live for 16 years. Um, so they might live for twice as long. So really, you ought to have a formula for little dogs and a formula for big <laughs> dogs. So you can see, that's why the one year for seven is... is is, is convenient. It's convenient and easy, and it's a. I mean, it is very roughly. It's an approximation, um, but it's not accurate by any means. Yeah, you wrote an obituary this week for your own dog. I'm sorry to hear, your dog, because I know people get attached to their pet, and um, some people who don't have pets say, "What's going on about a dog?" You know, but. Um, it becomes a member of the family and you've well, lost your dog. Right. I mean, our, our, it was Spot, our, my little dog Spot, who we, we basically, Spot came into our life as a little rescue puppy um, when our oldest daughter was just three years of age and she's now 19. So it's like nearly 16 years later. So he's been with us for all of our children's existence virtually. And, you know, he's always there in the family photograph. Somebody's there holding spot. And he came on to TV3 a lot with me. He even came across to London with me for a, for a, to make a television advert. So I went everywhere with spot. And um, it was right for him to go. Like he got to the stage, you know, he was an old, old dog. He'd had Alzheimer's. He was especially the last um, six months, he'd been fading fast and we could see the end was coming and it was merciful in the end in that it was it was very clear, black and white. He had a, a acute problem, a, an acute problem that was obvious that he, he was in a bit of trouble and so the decision wasn't difficult in that sense. But what's difficult is the emotional thing. I'm quite good at distancing myself from my emotions uh, but when they get very strong, you, you stop being able to create that distance and they just invade your current consciousness and cause you to be terribly upset. And that's kind of what happened. I found it very, very helpful writing an obituary for him because I was able to write down exactly, you know, um, tell his story. And in telling the story, it kind of it helped me come to terms with what had happened and helped me get used to his loss. Um, it's still difficult to look at the empty basket where he used to be, you know. And Do I'm you not, not take the basket away? Surely that's a uh, reminder all the time. Uh, yeah, we've had, we've two other dogs, and it's just they it's, use it's the basket, doggy, do they? The doggy corner of the house, really, you know. And yeah. so, and yeah. the, the other dogs know Spot yeah, is gone. Yeah, Kiko went into a bit of depression. She definitely she stopped eating. She looked sad. We wondered was there something wrong with her. 
but she's getting better now. So yes, the, the other dogs, I wrote an article recently for the Reader's Digest about this. Animals feel grief just like we feel grief. It's a different type of grief, obviously in some ways, because their whole experience of life is different, but they miss their companion just like we miss our companions, and they suffer some degree of doggy grief, whatever that means. Right, okay, thanks for that. I've just come back this morning, actually, from a, a photo shoot about Spayaware, and I'll talk more about that next week. Please do. Spayaware yeah. used to be Spay Week. We've, we've changed it. It's a year-round campaign now, telling people about... There's too many animals, is that what you're saying? There's too many animals in Ireland, too many puppies being produced, and, um, you know, the, the obvious answer to that is stop producing as many by making it the natural choice to have your pet spayed or your male dog neutered. And um, so we're, we're, I'll, t- I'll tell you more about that next week. But if everybody looks out for the newspapers tomorrow, you'll probably see some some images from the photo shoot today with with Claire Byrne, the newsreader. And thank you, Claire, for helping us. And it's uh, I think we'll have got some really um, appealing pictures to to draw people's Very attention good. to this issue. Yeah. Oh, she's no longer a newsreader. Claire is um, prime time presenter now. Uh, <laughs> you know, we don't be demoting her. You know. <laughs> All right, thanks very much indeed. Pete Weatherburn, our vet from Bray Vet, old Connor in Bray, and also you can see him on TV3. Thanks very much indeed. Oh, don't forget his website, petethevet.com.